Till I'm Tiptoed You Dot com The podcast about pop culture Black history and spirituality Yeah It's about to be a great vibe Dr. Tip Gonna take it away Till I'm Tiptoed You y'all hey thank you for joining me for another edition of tell them tip soldier it's your girl tip i can't wait to get started today we're going to talk about some updates on the ahmaud arbery case i'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on that because i'm still in my feelings um we're going to talk about black art as a healing balm um i want to talk a little bit about balance and we'll round it out by returning to sender so let's just jump right in So between last week's episode and this week's episode, there have finally been arrests made in the Ahmaud Arbery lynching. So for those of you who have not not been paying attention, this was the brother who was in Brunswick jogging, who was lynched by a father and son who chased him down in a pickup truck, very reminiscent of the lynchings in the 60s and 50s and 60s, um, and lynched him in the street with a shotgun and a 357. The murder was caught on videotape, which is one of the reasons, one of the only reasons there have been arrests. This happened in February. The arrests were just made uh, last week. Um, Black life still don't matter to a whole lot of people. And to those people who it doesn't matter to, wearing a T-shirt that says Black Lives Matter is for us. It's not for them. They can't be convinced. I'm I'm convinced at this point that that we cannot appeal to their moral character to stop doing us harm. It just won't work. I mean, Stokely Carmichael, Kwame Ture said that, right? Think about how long ago he said that, that we have to stop appealing to um, the morality of people who have no morals. Anyway, there have finally been arrests in this case. Um, but the old song and dance that tends to happen after one of these events is starting to happen. So they're, bro- they're digging into the brother's past to try to justify. Listen, y'all, uh, I read a report the other day that said that there had been no break-ins in that neighborhood, no reported break-ins in that neighborhood. So they didn't believe that he was someone who had been breaking into stuff in the neighborhood. The video that they have of them quote of him, quote unquote, breaking into a house was actually him walking through a house that was under construction. Now, those of us who have ever lived anywhere near a house going up probably have walked through that house. If it ain't no doors and windows, how the hell are you breaking in? You might be nosy. Uh, uh, anyway, there's this, I talked about it last week, so I'm not going to repeat myself. You can go back and listen to that episode. There are systems in place to protect people who believe they have the authority over our movement. That mindset has not shifted since the period of enslavement. You know, those same people who wanted us to have uh, passes to move around, who, who sick patty rollers on us, that ideology is still very much alive and well, and there are systems in place to protect it. Until we destroy the systems that protect that, we're going to deal with it. And so we need to be engaged in local politics. The DA is someone who has a lot of power in local areas. And it's one of those elections that black folk tend not to pay that much attention to. Pay attention, please, to your local politics. That's local politics. 
shapes much of what we experience in our day-to-day life. I think this case should be evidence of that. And it is evidence of why we have got to be engaged. All right. And we need all kinds of people on deck. I'm just going to leave that there because I'm just, you know, trauma porn is real. Resignation is real. And as we're ingesting the the realities of the moment, it's important to balance it. You know, I'm going to come back to balance a little bit later in the podcast, but we have got to to ease up sometimes when it gets too heavy and it's getting too heavy for me this morning. So I'm going to move past that. And I want to talk about black art as a healing balm. Now, if you've, if you're a fan of this podcast and hopefully you are, um, you've heard me talk about black art a lot in the past. I'm going to go ahead and and repeat myself for the 50 millionth time that one of my favorite essays is by a, an author by the name of Okot Pibitek. And the name of the essay is The Artist, The Ruler. Pivotech believes that it is not the politician, it is not the priest that runs a society. No, a society is governed by its artists. Because artists generate ideas, they generate momentum, they generate energy around ideas. And because of that, they are incredibly powerful people. Right? I'm also going to uh, quote Malefe Asante for the 50 millionth time. And he says that there is no such thing as black art for art's sake, that it's all political. And then I'm going to tell you about one of my very favorite time periods in history. And that's the black arts movement, The black arts movement, 70s, 80s ish here. Um, just black artists from around the country dedicated to celebrating the black aesthetic, celebrating blackness, celebrating all that it means to be a black person, right? All of our ugly, all of our good, all of our rhythm, all of our blues, like it just all comes together and it's just celebrated. And I think we're witnessing, or at least I want to believe that we are witnessing a resurgence of that spirit, Right. For a minute there in the 80s and 90s, we had a whole lot of dumbass black artists talking about they didn't want to be black. They just wanted to be artists. And, and, you know, I should be able to create what the hell I want to create. Okay, that's fine. But there is power in politically motivated art and politically motivated does not have to mean that you're ignoring the aesthetic of it. I think we see it at Octavia Butler's work. I think I know we see it in Lucille Clifton's work and Zora Neale Hurston, Jean Toomer, all of these people who celebrated everything that we are, right, in such a way that those of us um, consuming the art are moved to create. Now, you know, I'm on this kick now about changing our mindset from that of a consumer to that of a producer to that of a creator. And I think what we're witnessing in black art right now is a beautiful resurgence of that that energy right it started with d nice and uh the quarantine parties right um just the celebration of our music and our culture and taking our minds off of things and having fun and moving our bodies and all of these beautiful things happening and we see it continue on with these versus things it's just a beautiful moment Um, We also see a lot in terms of the black aesthetic being celebrated. We're seeing more sisters turn back to head wraps and wearing culturally um, 
informed fabrics and things of that nature. Now, here's my caveat. I hope that you're not just performing culture because see, that's that's the danger in some of this. Some of us are still consumers with a head wrap on. It's not about consuming the culture. It's about moving fully into the vein of being a culture creator, celebrating blackness and creating things within that aesthetic. It's not about just performing the aesthetic. So if the only time you think about black folk is when you're shopping for that new African print handbag, you know, you get off your, your shit, sis. You, you need to move into the, what are you doing for economics in, in our community? What are you doing for education in our community? What are you doing to empower people within our community? What are you doing to engage politics in our community? That's what the black aesthetic is about. It's about a holistic celebration of what we are and what we need to be happy, healthy, whole, and well. And I'm just excited to be a part of this moment. Um, you know, I think some of us need to pay more attention to the fact that we're living a very historical moment that will be written about in the future. And it is our opportunity now to decide how our story will be written. There's such power in that, right? There's such power in that. We, we lost this week. Um, Betty Wright and Little Richard. I mean, 2020 is doing a deal, um, but the troops on the other side are gathering. Um, we lost some powerful black artists, but we also witnessed the versus quote unquote battle of Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Now, if you did not turn into that genius, I want you, it's on YouTube, right? I, don't just download the playlist because some of y'all just going to go to the playlist. Don't. Mm -mm. I need you to watch the interactions between these two women because there's there are lessons there, not just one. There are several lessons there. And can we talk about how fine Jill Scott is? God almighty, right? I'm a straight woman, but goodness gracious, Jill, do something to me. <laughs> um, I'm getting off topic. Let me pull myself back. Let me pull myself back. There were so, so many important nuggets in the dialogue between um, Sister Jill and um, Sister Erica. But I want to I want to plug into the, the conversation they had about writing, about creation, maybe because I'm a writer who has not been as disciplined in my creation. But the whole of uh, the whole conversation kind of centered on once you are given an, an idea to create something, it's no longer yours. It belongs to the people. And so you are a thief to hold it in. You're stealing somebody's joy by holding it in. You might be affecting somebody's life by holding it in. And so we have to, those of us who are moved to create, should be creating something. And this is a message that I got just from Betty Wright being gone and Little Richard being gone, is that we cannot die with our song within us. So if you're looking for a tell them to told you hashtag for this week, there it is. We cannot die with a song within us. We got to get it out. Whatever it is, spirit sent us to this world to do. We got to get it out because we don't know. You know, the Bible talks about no man knows the day. We don't know when the end is. In Lukumi, our belief system is that a lot of things can be divined about your life. The end can't. Like that's between you, God, equal. Like nobody can tell you that. So you don't know when the end will be. Get it out. Whatever it is, you got to get it out. And it's a lot of fear. I'll just speak for myself. There is a lot of fear around getting it out, right? Because you you might think people will laugh at you. You might think people will think you're strange. Or you might think that people will believe you're unworthy. Or what? 
Listen, it's not yours anyway. Didn't that Mama Jill say that? It's not yours anyway. Give it to the people it needs to be given to. And right now, we need what is inside of you. I think those of us who um, watched the verses live, one of my cousins, my cousins and I were uh, on a group chat watching um, the verses. And at, at the end of it, we talked about how healing it was. And one of my cousins, I can't remember which one, otherwise I would give them all the credit. Um, but one of my cousins said, for those three hours, I didn't think once about COVID. I don't, none of us did, right? For those three hours, it felt like we were all in the same living room together with some brown liquor and, and some other kinds of libations and just relaxing, having fun. And enjoying the energy of the moment. Right? That can't die within you. Jill Scott and Erica Badu allowed us to experience that because they were willing to put themselves out. It's it's an incredibly... I want to have a couple of artists on in the next couple of episodes because it's, it's such a powerful moment for all of us. Even those of us who don't... I, I don't identify as an artist. I don't. I'm a writer. But I don't identify as an artist. But I think it's important for all of us right now to see that there is shared responsibility in creating some joy right now for our people. And I I, I just want us to be on that. So don't die with your song inside. Um, I also want to talk about balance because I realize in this moment I am moved to do. Largely because for the last several years, I have not done nearly what I should have been doing. So in this moment, I moved to do. But I can't have, I can't, I can't pretend that everybody in this moment is supposed to be doing that. Some people in this moment are supposed to be resting. I've talked about this on a previous episode, but I do want to say, even within me, who needs to be motivated to do, there has to be balance. I cannot do, 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 do without rest. And you can't rest, 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 rest without do. Like there has to be some balance in that. To do without rest means you're doing things inefficiently and quite often ineffectively because you've not gotten the rest to think clearly about whatever it is you're doing, right? And if you're resting, 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 what is the purpose of the rest? If you're not going to come back and then do something with that, that newly refreshed energy. So all of us have to find a balance within ourselves. I, I don't know who needs to hear that. I just felt compelled to say that this morning, that you have got to find a balance in your life because your rest is better after a good work and your work is made better by a good rest. There's another hashtagable moment for you. All right. In all that we do, I want us to return to center. So, you you know, I'm an extremely spiritual person. um, But uh, as a sister told me this week, there are ebbs and flows to things. And I haven't been doing all the spirit work I know I'm supposed to do. Um, And this weekend, I felt it. I felt a drain. I felt lethargic. I felt tired. Um... I just wanted to cocoon in. And in that moment, I realized that the problem was that I have to return to center. And I know I'm not alone in that. Some of us 
have been so distracted by everything that's going on right now, there, there may be a core thing that we have ignored. And because we're ignoring whatever that core thing is within us, we're not at our best. And so I just wanted to give you that message again this morning to recenter whatever it is that you need to recenter in, recenter, come back to self, come back to center. I have faith that in that center, you can do and be and have anything you want. I believe that with my whole heart and I pray it for you. That's pretty much all I had to cover today. I just wanted to share that with you. I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful day and that it continues. Tell them to told you. Take care, y'all. Bye. Y'all, thank you for joining me for another edition. I appreciate you. Can you do me a favor? Go ahead and share this episode with a friend. And then log into iTunes or SoundCloud and leave us a review. I'd appreciate it. Have a good one, y'all.